Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Uh, welcome back to Ike Live. Thank you for hanging in there with us. That was the strangest break we've ever had. I didn't even know it was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> real quick, we're going to get Jordan Lee on here in a second, but I did want to talk about something first because I want to talk about it before we get Jordan Lee on because I do want to get his opinion on it, which is the rescheduling of the Sabine River event. Pete, you know a little bit about this? A little bit. Okay. So we had the Sabine River tournament um, that was scheduled was this week. It was this mm-hmm. week, uh, and and um, you know Bass made a decision because of high water um, to cancel the event, and they rescheduled it. Ended up rescheduling it to a week in like early June, and uh, I I I just I wanted to talk about it a I, little bit. Yeah, I'm I have questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would high water cancel a tournament? Right. Well, you know, I mean, uh, here's the thing. They did. They got a ungodly amount of rain in a period of like two days, like something like eight to twelve inches, depending on where exactly the yeah. storm was at, in a period of two days, and it sent all that water into the tributaries that feed, you know, the the systems that feed down from where we were going to fish. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they basically made a decision to cancel it because of unsafe. Conditions for the anglers because of the high water, you know. So uh, that that was a decision they made, and I don't know that it was a bad decision. It might have been a good decision, you know. I ha- had heard some of our guys were a little pissed off because that that same weekend when they decided to cancel it, right? So the Saturday Sunday they officially I think canceled it on Sunday night or Monday. There were like 18 and 20 pound bags weighed in at Sabine, which isn't unheard of. So guys were grumbling that, oh, why'd you cancel it? These guys catching big bags. But they got to make a decision. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. think about what's happening yeah. over on the FLW side. They've had right they a had lot of boating accidents, serious accidents, a lot of safety. Multiple. Yes. You're this organization that has a rival organization having all these problems that are yes. probably have litigation. You have yeah. to make that call. You can't send the guys out in super high water. I, I don't. I, I, don't I, I, mean, I don't know if I agree. It, no? Well, here here's the thing. It's a, it's a judgment call, right? I mean, it's a judgment call. They they got to put all the facts down on the table, and they have to make a decision. So right or wrong, they made a decision, and right. that's their job to make mm-hmm. a decision. How high was it, Mike? You were down there. Uh, well, I, I didn't see the Sabine. I saw Toledo Bend. How bad? Was really high, but it was dropping. But but what what that means is the water coming out of Toledo runs in the Sabine. Yeah, so it's still high. Right. So they're pulling water on Toledo. It's all gone down. So it might have been horrific down there. You yeah, know, I don't I mean, know. If you could launch boats, um, you know, I mean, there's been situations in the river systems where you get the, the log jams coming down and it's non-navigable. Yeah. Um, but you got to listen. The pros got to be able to make that choice, you know, on whether it's to be safe. We have to make that choice every single day. Oh, I mean, yeah. Driving across the Gulf for 50 miles to go to Venice and there's a lot of judgment on that, us. Yeah, there's a it all falls on yeah, us. Yeah, but the as tournament pros. directors have to make that call. If they don't call a tournament on Erie when it's blowing 25, guys are going to go make the run and get swamped. I mean, the tournament director is responsible for making the call, not the anglers. Well, the anglers, the anglers are going to go fish, man. Yeah, the, the anglers have to make the decision to go or to not go. And it, high water's high water. I mean, it's not that big of a hazard. You know, I mean, unless, like, you know, I mean, I've been down in the Chesapeake when they open up the floodgates, and there's islands of logs, and you have to you have to idle at times, and you have to run 20 and 30 miles an hour at times. But that's what you do. That's what you do to safely navigate yeah. the water. I mean, you still go, yeah. but you so, just safely navigate the water. So are you saying it shouldn't have been canceled? What are you exactly I, saying? I don't have the information. I'm yeah. just, I'm asking the question. I mean... Well, High let me, water. Let, I mean, why let, would let me let me put it this way: in 20 years of fishing bass, in yeah. 20 years that I fished it, an event has never been canceled and rescheduled months later. If an <laughs> event was canceled, it was either canceled for good, or it was canceled and another one was put in its place. Right? right. We've had events where 
Okay, Sabine River, it's no good. Go another lake. Let's go up to Toledo. Let's go up to Sam Rayburn, right, which are mm-hmm. both are less than an hour away. Mm-hmm. So that's happened. But the, this is the first time in 20 years an event was canceled and rescheduled for a, a few months later. That, to me, is the issue that I really want to get into. Why, why do you see that an issue? Well, I see that an issue because, uh, you know, because – the anglers were never brought into the consideration of the rescheduling gotcha. of that tournament. That's right. a problem. So that's a big on, yeah, problem. You're taking on a whole week that you may be planning on filming. Well, well, not beyond that. Dual, dual tour pros. Dual uh, tour guys pros. with sponsor obligations that are fishing different events. Sp- yeah, sponsor obligations, family obli- yeah, obligations. Yeah. Agreed. Commitments. A, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. That part's that yeah. part's bad. You know, and 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 I'm disappointed that. The anglers weren't, you know, brought into account when they made this decision, right? Agreed. It's the best word I can use, disappointed. Like, you know, all these other things were, you know, the host co- community, you know, Orange, Texas, uh, the sponsors, you know, Bass Media, you know, the TV show. But nowhere along that decision were the anglers' needs yeah, brought the talent, into it. The talent's got to be. Cons- I mean, why? They, did, they didn't why? consult an anglers' group, or no, they never no, consulted our group. They never consulted us. Why? I, I don't. I don't get it. You know. I and mean, there's a lot of rumors floating around. One of them was I heard that um, you know Orange Texas basically told Bass that look, you, you're you, you got to come. You, we have an agreement. You got to come within these two months, these two or three months period. If right. not, you got no money. That right. money's gone. That agreement's you canceled. You know what? Then Bass needs to say, hey, Orange Texas. You know what? Then you can you can keep your Sabine River. We'll go up somewhere else. You yeah. Know, like. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but I don't, I don't know if they got strong arm. Do you think Bass going to let I don't know. some I, chamber of commerce strong arm them like yeah. that? I don't know. We we probably really need to get somebody from Bass on on the phone or you know to to address yeah. it. But again, I'm disappointed the anglers' needs weren't brought into it. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I know Brian, you want to want I want to get to Jordan too. I, and I'll say this real quick. We'll end the conversation. And I want to ask Jordan what he's thinking about this too. But at the end of the day, this is another example, Pete, that the anglers have to have. A group, a voice. a voice, somewhere in this sport, we've got to have a voice. And this is another great example of of if you don't, you know, you got nothing, you got no control, you got nothing to say, you know, things are going to happen. It's out of totally out of your control. Yeah, because at right. least you know? in a collective bargaining situation, you can have a certain protocol in place that's agreed upon if an event is canceled. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, and, be, it's, and this is like, and I, I heard both like sides that. of the argument too, because Brian the Carpenter yeah. we talked about the other day, and you know Brian brought up a good point. He's like, "Come on, man, this this shit happens all the time in baseball and football." And I was kind of like, "Yeah, but, but wait a minute, it's not really baseball or football, right? This is a smaller body of a group of individuals that are competing against themselves. It's not teams, and you know, so a, a better example would be like golf or NASCAR. You know, they'd be better examples." And and I've researched the golf one a little bit, and they do have a say. There have been golf tournaments that have been canceled because of weather, and they consulted the the golfers group when they rescheduled that event. And that's right. what should have happened here. That's well, the reality I, of it. Yeah, you know? certainly. That's the reality of it. Certainly, I I would agree with that. And and I don't know, you know, whether the other side of it on whether the weather can cancel an event in our sport, you know. You know, there's health and there's safety that we certainly have to concern ourselves with. But how many times have we fished a tournament where the lakes are over the bank? Yeah. I mean, they're so flooded. I don't know. Let's uh, let's get George, Jordan on the – let's – Oh, waiting. wait. This is Brian's ghost? Yes. Jordan's been waiting for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's well, ghost is smart, man. That's a, more, that's a more direct message than we've ever received from Brian's ghost. <laughs> All right. Let's get him on. He's on, he's on with us right now. I, uh, I can't wait to, to talk to him. Uh, joining us live on Ike Live, the two-time back-to-back, not one, Pete, two-time back-to-back classic champion, Jordan Lee joins us. Woo-hoo! Jordan Lee. Oh, really amazing. Joe Lee! What's happening? How you doing tonight? Is it, are y'all, hey, so quit. Are y'all renaming this the, uh, Aka Smelly Show? Is that what y'all <laughs> Yeah, I had to remind of Jordan. Didn't That's you? funny. Hey, that was yeah. I saw that. That's anyway, <laughs> we might we might rename it. I don't know. I'm never here, so maybe we'll rename it the Peter Smelly Show. I don't there know. You go. I don't know. How you doing? Where are you? Are you finally at home? I know you. Winning the classic, you run around like crazy. So are you at home or where are you at? 
Yeah, man. So I, uh, I had about a, a week or so, a week, week and a half. I was running around pretty good. And then uh, I got home, and I, I've been, you know, I probably had the last last week, about midway through the week, I started to slow down a little bit. So, but it's been, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, it's been pretty been pretty wild for sure. But it's been, it's it's been, been good to slow down just a little bit. It's not been wild. Lie. It's been crazy, and I know Pete. You know, winning the classic is a crazy time. But I I want to I want to corner you, Jordan, real quick and tell a story. And it's this is funny, Pete, because you'll get a kick out of this. It's the day after the Classic, right? So it's the very next day after Jordan wins the Bassmaster Classic. And, dude, I, I got like a one-day off period, and there's nobody left at the hotel that we're staying at. It's just me in the parking lot by myself. And I'm doing tackle because I got to get all my tackle done for the Sabine because I know that I'm going to have no time to do it before the Sabine tournament. So I'm like... <laughs> I had no time. I'm going right to another oh, TV show, but it's a it's a nightmare. So I'm doing tackle, and like four o'clock, you know that after that night, I'm in the parking lot all by myself, and Jordan pulls up, you know, and he pulls up, and I'm like, damn, I'm like looking over there, I'm like, Jordan's the only one left. I'm like, I know he's been out there working all day, shooting those photos, you know, mm-hmm. and it all started to come back to me about that madness that happens after you win the tournament, and I remember vividly. The next day after I won, how tired I was and and distraught and like frantic and nervous and that was, panicked. That was from the drinking. From the well, a lot of it was from the drinking. But I, Jordan, you came up to my boat, and dude, yep. you were just calm and relaxed. Oh, what's really? up, man? <laughs> just calm. I think and, I was calm because I was struggling so hard. Uh, That's the only reason I was calm. Uh, so that night, um, you know, I, last year I didn't get to stay up and. And enjoy. I, dude, I was so like drained. I was like, yeah. I was completely done. Like yeah. I couldn't even function after after the uh, the champions toast. I mean, I, I hadn't ate anything for like 15 hours, and I was just like completely done. So I just like passed out last year and didn't even stay up. So this year, I mean, I was feeling good. I was like, okay. I just won the classic again. I'm staying up. I want to be the last one up in this hotel. <laughs> didn't even know. Didn't even have a clue. Y'all were having a party. I probably would have been up all night. That's Brian. Uh, that's Brian the Carpenter's fault for not relaying it. Yeah. So I, I was the last one up in the hotel um, downstairs in the in the lobby, and then I just went outside and uh, Kristen had to drive all the way to the lake to pack all her stuff up. So she didn't get back till like two thirty. And so I just went outside and just hung out on the boat for a little while, you know, just uh, and, and waited on her. And then I had to get up that morning at 5:30 to be at a local news station. So I was yeah. struggling. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, I, I was struggling, and you know, we had all two different news stations I went to, and then we had you know video stuff to do on the lake all day. And yeah, I got back, and of course, I can only was. Only day off had to had to be rigging up and we sat out and shot the bull for a little bit. So, well, but after play, that I was ready to go to sleep. You played it off good because I didn't I didn't see struggling. I saw cool, calm, chilled out. You know, it was I'm sure, awesome. I'm sure the second place guys crying crocodile tears right now here. Oh yeah. Up his, uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, but. Yeah. Was it as busy this year after winning the classic, or were, was ever was all the media like, "Oh no, that guy won last year"? My phone has blowed up for since since then. So yeah, I mean it's been it's been pretty you know it's been busy. But we had a tournament last year right after you know the next week we had a tournament or yeah. it was something like that. I, I know I didn't go home. So uh, you know this week. You know, I mean, this year I got I was running around for about a week and a half and going here and there and, you know, meeting, meeting with people. And so, I mean, it, you know, it was a little bit, you know, more busy this year. But, um, you know, this having, you know, the Sabine getting canceled, you know, I had kind of a little slow period this week. So that was I mean, I wasn't complaining too bad. I know you are talking about that, but yeah. I personally well, I, wasn't. I, I, I do want to call it and play it on it real quick and and on it, give give it because this is like live and you know you've been on this show more than probably any of our guests before you know the yeah. rule you can't lie when you're on like live what That's are right. your personal feelings about 
A, whether the tournament should have been canceled, and B, the rescheduling of the tournament. Yeah, so, I mean, for me personally, you know, having that craziness for a week and a half, I, I wasn't really complaining that I was going to mm. actually be home for yeah. Uh, yeah. a couple more days. Yeah. Uh, I, I did think, you know, on the Sabine, you know, they – limited us this year to certain waters you know yeah. we we're only able to fish basically you know two rivers and a half of a river and you know if you want to i'm sure there's some other places that i don't know about to, um but you know it's gonna be it's gonna fish small i mean already probably one of the smaller tournaments you know we it's not like a lake like um you know like toledo if it was flooded in my opinion, you know, you, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can run all over the lake. But, you know, the Sabine, I mean, it's going to – there's only a couple places we can fish. And when it's flooded, I mean, it was it was probably – you know, I was there a month ago, and it was flooded. And it would it would have been kind of a disastrous tournament, in my opinion, yeah. if we fished. But, you know, I mean, like you – like I was watching before I got on – I mean the rescheduling. That's the that's the one thing that can mess mess up. I, I wish that we would have had some other. You know the, that week we would have fished a different lake right around the corner or or whatever right. instead of rescheduling it for a, a time when everybody's got stuff going on probably. Right. And that's the only thing that kind of concerned me was like, you know, well, what if you know, like my brother. I mean, he's getting married the week before that tournament, what if his wedding was that week? Then he would have been screwed, you know, as far as all that planning and, you know, yeah. you can't get your money back. I mean, it would have been close. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, people got stuff going on. It's not like we just have, uh, you know, free weeks all throughout the year. And, of course, that wasn't going to work out for somebody. So, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that I was disappointed in seeing. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, Pete, go well, ahead. What do you got? Well, it's uh, kind of echoing what you said, but uh, Jordan, I, I got to say, I got to say, man, two classics in a row—that's freaking amazing. Um, are you planning on uh, ever winning any opens or elites, or are you just going <laughs> to stick with winning classics? Uh, I kind of said, I kind of said the hell with you know those other. <laughs> He's about timing. Mean, that's crazy how that's worked out, but. Uh, I guess I'm just a three day, three day event kind of guy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna vote on the leets going to three days. I li- I like the three day events too. I like the bigger cuts in the classic too. The twenty five. Yeah, it's cool. Person yeah. person cut and uh, yeah. That, well, you you know I, I think you're automatically in the next year's classic. Do you have to fish the elites? Is that a requirement? For I a think it is. Team? It's the old Wu Dave's Wu Dave's created sort of this weird rule. Because when Wu Daves won, and it was 2001, right? Is that I think right? You're right. 2000 or 2001, Wu Daves did not fish a single top 150 tournament that year, or whatever it was back then. Yep. And I think after that, they put a rule in that I think Jordan does have to fish this year. He does have to compete in the events. Okay. Uh, but what what Wu does, Daves does was smart because he booked like 50 shows. He made all that that money. You know, yeah. and then was he would back. have missed that money. Yeah, he, he would have missed the money. He was back in the classic the next year, yeah. and they just fished the elites again. You know, yeah. so they do have some kind of rule in there now where you got to fish. I got you. Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I I do want to I want to bring to light this fact real quick and get everybody in the room's reaction to this. Jordan, is it true? True or false? You were born June thirtieth, nineteen ninety one. Yep, that's true. Oh, oh God! Boom. Brian DeCarpenter, Dave Brodzik, what year did you graduate high school? Oh, my God, man. I mean, that's just... 1990. 1990? That's yeah, wild, man. That sucks. Yeah, I know. Y'all, don't hate, y'all hate Thanks for your call. Thanks for your call, Jordan. Congratulations. Where's your brother? Can we talk to him? Yes. Yes. He might be on the show later, Dave. Don't... That's amazing, man. That's amazing. But... Yeah, what do you say? I it, said, is it? No, it is amazing. It feels it like is. it sucks right now. No, it doesn't suck. It's amazing <laughs> it's, to me. Sucks for me. No. You're, you're blowing the average uh, classic winner, I think, 
the age is, is 40 to 41, I think, or late 30, something like that. So you, you're blowing that average out of the water now, man. How, how old are you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm 26, and I don't know if y'all are. I, I don't think any of y'all are big golf fans, but I was actually watching the Masters earlier. I'm sure y'all aren't. Somebody may be there. Is anybody watching, no, I watched watching. it. The Azalea Bloom was amazing on, the, on that course. Today. <laughs> Orlando well, Bloom? Not the Azaleas. Oh, the Azaleas. Oh. Up, I looked up Jordan Spieth, you know, how old he was, and he, he was born in 93, and, and he already he won the Masters like two years ago. So, I mean, he was like, I don't know, he was like 23 when he won. I mean, and all those golfers are pretty young. So, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm just kind of a – you know, old timer for if I was, if I was <laughs> like golf. Do, do you wish you golfed? I had this kind of success in golf. You ain't kidding. I mean, it only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The winner today was only 1.8 mil. So right. I mean, uh. and the, you know, the classic wins kind of pocket change to those guys. Yeah, but I was in the wrong sport. But no, I mean, yeah, it's been it's been pretty wild. I mean, if you would have told me a couple of years ago, I would have won. At an elite tournament, it, it you know this age, I would have been just stoked to hear that. So I mean, just it's crazy how it's worked out for me. Did Spieth win that tournament? No, um, he did not win. He came in uh, third, I think. So uh, um, another uh, Jordan is it? I think Reed. Yes. Yeah. He, he was leading going into today. I guess he held on. I was, he held I was on listening. Fire. All of a sudden, our fans are asking for that female bass to start talking again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's it's gone downhill since. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, come on. Ratings are shot. <laughs> it turned into yeah. We, we can switch gears. I, I didn't mean to bring up the golf, but I mean oh. the the uh, the young you know the young anglers that are up there now and doing well. I mean, I, I think you're just gonna see you're gonna see more and more of it. I don't think it's just gonna be me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now I, I do want to ask you something. Um, winning a classic is life changing. Winning yeah. two classics is even more life changing. Do Do you feel any different right now than you did last still, year? It's or still two drinking years out ago? of a red solo cup. Yeah. Besides the red solo cup, do you feel any different? <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, it's 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 a little bit different this year because you know last year I was it was kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, I was young, but I, I learned a lot this year from winning the classic. I mean, I know I was on the show last year, and you were like, y'all were like, you know, can you be too young to win the classic? And yeah. I remember saying, no. I mean, I, I think winning a classic at whatever age is, you know, whatever age you can win it at. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a plus. But I learned a lot last year from from that win, and I, I you know I made made a, a few mistakes, but I. You know, I, I wouldn't say I, I just I, I learned from what I did wrong and how I, you know, may have didn't take advantage of it fully. And so this year, that could be a little bit different where I'm going to, you know, try to do as much as I can this year and, um, you know, make sure I just take advantage of, of that of that platform. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's an important part of it. I mean, it's. You know, when you win, you have a voice for a year that's yep. bigger than you could ever have ever. You know, and uh, I think you did a great job last year. So if you if you think you didn't do a great job, I'm excited well, to see what you, you're going to do this year because I think you did a great job last year as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like is 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 anglers, and when you get that platform, you know, you feel like you can always maybe do something a little bit different. And, uh, I, you know, I thought I did a, a good job last year, but there's things I probably wanted to do and, and you know, just take a little bit more advantage of it. All right, I'm going to ask you one more serious question, and then we're going to get silly because this is yeah, like I'll live. On that. I, I want to hear, you know, we Pete, how many? I can't tell you how many guests we've had on the show where we always ask, you know, one of the big things we ask is, how did you get into fishing? You know, like the moment that you got hooked. And like everybody we've had on, including all of us, have relayed that story. I remember the fish that got me hooked on bass fishing. You remember the fish. And Jordan, I, I saw somewhere, I can't remember where it was, but it was a fish, a big one that you caught with your grandfather. And it was like a, a life-changing moment. Yeah. Can relay that story to us. I, I know you've probably told it a lot, but I, I want to hear it yeah. one more time. 
Yeah, I mean, so so my my grandfather, uh, he had I, we we spent a lot of time over there, just like anybody probably did, you know, hanging out with their grandparents when we were younger. And he had a pond that had catfish, and we used to catch the catfish all the time. And uh, you know, we used to catch them and and fillet them, and you know, he put all kinds of you know different fish in this pond for us to catch. And uh, I remember when he actually dug out the pond um, and and filled it up, and you know he stopped fishing there and he put bass in there, and you know I didn't really know anything about. It. I mean, you know I just we would catch whatever bit, but I remember one day going down there and and jumping in that flat bottom. We had a little small flat bottom with a troll motor on it, and uh, you know I went down there by myself, and my dad took me out there that day. And I remember catching, I don't know, I, I actually had this bucket. I remember having a five-gallon bucket. I mean, I'm in the country. I mean, we, we were raised kind of, I mean, he was he was out in the country. And uh, I remember catching these big bass on a on a, a, a Cinco, on a worm, and vividly catching, you know, four- and five-pounders. I still have the picture of that day. And uh, I remember my dad taking pictures of them um after you know that that afternoon and that since then you know i was i was hooked i thought it was the coolest thing i remember vividly those fish you know just on a weightless senko and they come up and blow up on it and i mean that, that's the day that really got me hooked and i started you know started getting you know more and more involved in it my brother fished you know with some friends and you know i just started kind of pond hopping and doing you know fishing whenever i could and that's really kind of what what got me started. That that's freaking awesome, Pete. I love those moments. You know, it's like those moments that change your life, and you can you can think back on them and remember. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's and out of town too. Yeah, I, it's, I, I think there may be some uh, kids that watched Jordan win this classic. Yeah, and it's, it, it and it's that reciprocal. May, that may be their moment. It may be their moment. Yeah. Yep. How many kids saw it? How many kids fifteen years or under? Mm-hmm. watched this event live and they saw this and it became a life-changing moment for them that's pretty freaking cool man yeah that's pr- pretty cool speaking of moments jordan i don't know i want uh brian de carpenter give me a full screen so jordan can see this right here i want to show you something huh. we've got this is the first time ever can you give me a, a zoom in on that brains there you go this might be the first time ever we've given a gift to one of our guests <laughs> we, ah. we sometimes give gifts to our callers once in a while we usually don't actually send it to them but jordan we have a gift we have a gift for you tonight and this is a moment that is captured in time this is trip weldon handing classic trophy number two to you with dave mercer right behind you and this is really cool this thing was given to us by backwoods graphics um it's it's amazing it's actually it's it's made out of stainless uh, uh, aluminum, uh, aluminum, and it's got uh, stainless <laughs> aluminum. It's the same thing. It's got all this amazing <laughs> hardware where you can screw it in. It's a really cool little memento that we're gonna send you, Jordan. Trip looks like he's about a year away from needing like an auto block lift hey. to hand that trophy up. <laughs> I know. He Mercer can't... looks like he escaped from prison and found like an auto mechanics <laughs> like suit to change into out of the prison guard. It, it's that pretty awesome. awesome. It's pretty awesome. Other than that, it's a really cool picture. It is a cool picture. <laughs> it is cool. Jordan, we're go- we're gonna be sending that to you. In fact, they've also made one for me, which is really cool. Brian Carpenter, get a close up of that. This is when I won up on Lake Erie. Uh, they open up there with some some six pound smallmouth. Pretty amazing. Uh, if anybody's, uh, let are me... you sending it to Jordan too? No, I'm gonna keep this one. Yeah, no, will, no, you, will you autograph that and send it to me, Art? Oh yeah, you know what? I'll send you this one. No, too. you won't. I will. I'll send you this one. Uh, <laughs> send me just a replica. I will. I'll send you a replica. But listen, if everybody's watching that, you see these. These things are awesome, dude. These are heavy duty. That's awesome. Look at that thing. You can mount it anywhere. What's it made of? It's made of aluminum or stainless. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> you say aluminum over and over again. Aluminum. Uh, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Jordan's got something. Jordan, yeah, I, got, I, I, I showed you mine. I actually had it out here uh, near my trophy, and I, I got the the same one from last year. He actually made. Wow, me. you got one. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's like you said, it's stainless steel, and uh, <laughs> you know, 
captures the moment. So look at that thing. Cool. Looks like a march from a World War II channel. No, I like it. I like it. <laughs> what? I like that thing. What now listen, if everybody's hell? watching right now, just real quick, everybody's. I know a lot of people are watching and listening. Where can I get this amazing thing? It's real easy. Listen to me. Go to backwoodsgraphics.com. It's 35 bucks, 10 bucks shipping, two weeks turnaround. Dude, if you've got a picture on your phone, your computer, send it in. Dude, they'll make that thing from you, for you real quick. You can put it next to your taxidermy, Pete. Put it next to your sailfish. sailfish. It'll look great. It's wife and girlfriend approved. You'll love it, dude. It's awesome. Remember the moment. Remember the magic. You can remember it forever on that thing right awesome. there. Backwoods Thank graphics. You. I like it. I want it for license plate Perfect. size when I move to Florida because Florida don't need front tags. I You're going to use that as a license plate? I just want my face. Like on there, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. All right. That was good. All right, Jordan, we've got um, two really cool segments. Oh, before we get into this, this is a question that uh, That's good, Brian. You didn't I had that. on my notes, and this is a question um, that was already on my note sheet. I think Brian DeCarpenter put this. How many shitty podcasts have you done before this one right now? <laughs> Oh God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not definitely not going to name them, but uh, <laughs> couldn't count on two hands. I will just say that. But you know, I got I gave them some love anyways. But that 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 would be a good question. I would say over ten for sure. <laughs> but you know what? In all seriousness, what we call a shitty podcasts, yeah. some people will actually they actually like. Right, like they're yeah. on there for right. a reason. People are listening to them, dude. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, the podcast. I mean, honestly, this could be a shitty podcast. Oh, and we think it's- yeah, so those people be- that we call. The, the, so the people who listen to the podcast and we call shitty, they don't listen to our shit. No, dude. they think We're our shitty. podcast yeah, is shitty. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's all. It's all depending right now, on the it's, relative. it's all relative. All right, here's what we're gonna do, Jordan. We, I've got, um, I've got a real little cool segment, true or false segment for you, uh, pertaining to Auburn University. And you're a graduate of Auburn. You should know everything about it. We're going to do that real quick. And then after I go through this true-false segment, dude, we've got a special guest that came a really long way. Pete, I know. You know who it is. Don't give it away. We've got a special guest that came a really long way tonight to get here to ask you and just talk to you and, and comment on some stuff. But before we get to him, he's out there right now looking at him. Hold on one yeah, second. Let me. Wife. Okay. Hey, man. Just – Couple minutes. All right. So before he gets in here, we're just going to do this cool little true or false segment about Auburn University. By the way, did you pledge when you were at Auburn? No, that I did not. No, I did not. I was. Uh, I, I may have pledged for the, the the bass fishing team, but that was it. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Um, here it goes. And this is five questions, true or false, and there is a prize if you get all the answers correctly. Wow. Question number one, true or false, on campus at Auburn University, there is a ghost, a real ghost, not Brian's ghost, a real ghost named Sydney. False. That one is true. (laughs) What? There is a ghost on campus at Auburn named Sydney. They actually – What? Wait, what? It's definitely true. I thank you. Is that the ghost? (laughs) <laughs> Brian, is that hey, the end? Yo. <laughs> Brian's ghost actually bangs Sydney, so <laughs> it's true. I don't like this joke. <laughs> Brian said he doesn't like this game. All right. Not know that. All right. Question number two. The Auburn flag is actually on the moon because one of the astronauts was a graduate of Auburn University. True or false? True. That one is false. Yes. There is no Auburn flag on the moon. <laughs> okay, so let's change the rules. If I get one right, I get all right, the right. If you get one right, you're in. You get the okay. picture. Question number three. The famous entertainer and singer, Jimmy Buffett, flunked out of Auburn University. False. That one is true. <laughs> that one is true. Jimmy Buffett flunked out of Auburn. Pete, you if you don't believe me, me, Google that no, shit. No, I'm Googling. Google that shit. That's all right. Listen, you, Jordan, stay calm. This is like the classic. Thank goodness you're. Don't you're get good nervous. Do, don't get nervous. I got the last one right because he was closer at the end, dude. He's a he's a closer. He's a closer. He's a closer. He's got two left. It's okay. <clears throat> Bear Bryant. 
got his nickname by wrestling an actual bear. Fault. That is true! Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my god! This is down to the wire! Oh my god, dude, this is more exciting than the classic! I agree. Dude, I'm on the edge of my chair! I have a 50-50 shot and still haven't got one. Now, what the hell? Oh my god, And he's so even got an Auburn hat on, dude. He's I know! Look at that! <laughs> Jordan, calm down. This cannot be any harder than throwing a Senko around docks. Come you on, you man. Better put on, <laughs> hey, Jordan, you better put on a pen. Penko Tech hat, dude. <laughs> Penko Tech! Dude, I'm, self, I'm self-destructing. I gotta turn the logo around. <laughs> Alright, here it goes. Day three. This oh, is this the is moment, dude. This, this this is the moment. This is the, the fish. It's got it in your hands. If you land it, you know you won. This is a big moment, Pete. You know what I'm talking about. This is a big moment right here. <clears throat> if an Auburn student steps on the Auburn yep. seal... I know it. All right, hold on. I know it. Hold on. If an Auburn student steps on the Auburn seal, and there are seals all around the campus, if you step on one, you will not graduate or you will not get married to a fellow student in Auburn. True or false? This is the first answer I know. And there is one seal on campus. Yes. That I know about. Yes. And there may be more, but I know there's a certain one on campus. If you step on it, yes, you will not graduate or possibly get married. So that is true. It's true. He's a closer. He's a closer. Right to Carpenter. How about this, man? God damn it, I knew it. I just knew it. I got to crumple it up and throw it away because I knew it. Unbelievable. How did you know that last one? Did you hear that story before? Yeah, so that's actually a thing that I, I haven't, honestly, I didn't know any of the other answers. I completely guessed and tried to BS it. That is a true, uh, you know, that's a true statement. I mean, you have, there's a one seal on campus and it's, it's just like out in front of this building. If you you can't step on it, you know you can get around it, but uh, you know it's bad luck. It's a bad omen. Man, that's incredible. The Pete, just the closing, just it just goes along with winning two classics in a row. I mean, cool under pressure. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. All right. So, what's that weird static? You hear that? Is Eric had the show on again? Eric, do you have the show on? Turn the show down. No, he's on Instagram. All right, so uh, (laughs) this is the time, Jordan, we've got one last little (laughs) bit for you. And we did bring in a guy from really far, far away away. Let's see him. Uh, I mean, traveled tremendous amount of miles, especially, you know, with busy schedule tournament elite tournament coming up in a few weeks uh you know sponsor obligations uh a lot of sponsors happen to be the same sponsors that you have uh joining us and and it's great that he's here because it shows the bond you know the family bond between brothers join us live in the ike live studios jordan your brother matt lee matt lee everybody He's not even smiling. <laughs> hey, Matt, how you doing tonight? Is everything good? Outstanding. <laughs> good. Good. Thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, he showed up. He, he already had the, head, uh, the headset on. He's been disguised. <laughs> He's, I know. I know. You, you, just, you look just like Dave except for the Carhartt hat. It's the only difference. Are you going to ask me my brother? Or what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, you've got your brother live here on Tonight on Like Live. Do you want to ask him anything or say anything to him? Man, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> since, he won, since he's won both tournaments, I haven't had one more meal at my house. <laughs> Mama serves him warm seconds. <laughs> I don't even get warm biscuits. Oh, what? <laughs> Is that true? You don't get warm biscuits. Man, I looked, opened up my sponsor portfolio, got a raise. They thought it was Jordan. They took it back. 
<laughs> wow! You, they t- you, so you're saying they thought you were Jordan and they took the money back. That's crazy. Mama still makes me sleep on the top bunk, even though he moved out. Matt, you're an amazing angler in your own right. How, how's it been, though, the last few years traveling with Jordan and being in the same arena with Jordan? Man, I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. He done told me the other night he won the second trophy so I could have one for my house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Jordan, that, is that true? true? Catching fucking world record sturgeon Fuck with you. Mark Zona, asshole. Oh my. Wait All a minute, right. I don't, oh. Matt, I don't remember you cursing this much Ever. in real life. I'm high. Oh. <laughs> this sounds familiar. Matt, I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, I mean, that sturgeon wasn't that big of a deal. My girlfriend called you Jordan the other day. <laughs> I said, "What? Your your girlfriend called you Jordan? Girlfriend called girlfriend called me Jordan? Oh my God! Then she started talking about Air Jordans, and I knew she was lying. <laughs> uh, the funny thing, how does all that helium taste? <laughs> that helium must be good. <laughs> I actually think you're getting high off the helium. Yeah, I, this is hey, crazy, hey Matt, man. Bring those, bring those balloons over here. Let's suck them down together. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I uh, wish I had Pete as my brother. Because <laughs> I'd be way more successful. <laughs> Low blow. Oh, Low. man. All right. Well, Matt, I, I know... Uh, Man, you've 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 traveled a long way. I know you got a big drive home. Is there any last last things you want to say to Jordan here before we? (laughs) 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 Matt, I I know you're mad. I know you're upset. I know you're angry. But is there any last thing you want to say before you hit the road? Yeah, good job finding all my fucking spots in the classic and getting the trophies both times, <laughs> dick. <laughs> this must hey, be man, the better well, balloons because I last one sucked. Maybe next year. This maybe is the California year. balloons prescription grade. <laughs> hey, what do you got maybe to say? Maybe next year, bro. I what? mean, it, you know, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah, talking that shit. Why don't I get back there? Hey, I'll kick that top up right on your head, ass. Come on up here. I don't want to have to whip your ass again. No shit about trivia. Yama mater. Knew nothing. Jimmy Buffett, greatest singer of all time. You know shit about him. You know he went there. Uh, uh, there's no helium. There's helium. There's helium. There's nothing left in him. Oh, no. No bubbles. Pop him. Quick. Quick pop him. All right, Matt. Matt, I've never kicked a guest out before, but I'm sorry, man. I gotta let you go. I gotta let you go, Matt. Have a safe drive back. Hey, Matt. Be good, buddy. Matt Lee, everybody. Oh my God, that was brutal. That was brutal. Up. Uh, Matt was bashing me hard tonight. I, mean, I, I thought you guys got along. I know, I did too. Yeah, I guess until tonight, I mean, he must have had some hard feelings deep down. <laughs> Sounds of jealousy. <laughs> A little bit. Oh, man, that's awesome. Cain and Abel. Uh, seriously, though, you guys, are, you guys are incredible. You guys are brothers that are both successful on the elites. Is that is that a is that a cool dynamic to have a brother out there that's I mean you guys are both equally successful. How, how is that dynamic on tour? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, fishing full-time something we always always wanted to do. I mean, and and we qualified on the elites the same year and uh you know, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, we 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 just both pulled for each other, you know, equally I, I feel like and you know, being able to have you know some success and both even make this classic this past classic and fish against each other and you know obviously he did really well finished fourth so i mean it's been you know it's been special i mean it's hard to it's hard to maintain you know your your spot 
on the leads and you know for us to be able to do it's been you know it's been a lot of fun that's awesome i mean two two brothers in the top five or six pete i don't know how many times that's ever happened in the classic and there was a time on the last day when when matt was actually leading early in the day i saw that watching live that was cool yeah yeah that's that's pretty good stuff i mean i i you won these two classics you had the same story i gotta ask this question like you you're you're on nothing going into the classic on both times is that is that your new practice strategy (laughs) to not not find anything in practice not really i mean you know i I obviously want to be as dialed in as i can but it's something about the classic that you know the the three practice days are so far out and so much changes you know it kind of gives you you know i mean i look at the weather a lot and yeah, I know things are going to change, obviously, from a week out or, or you know, even further than a week out. And, uh, you know, there's something about that that kind of gives you, you know, you know, things are going to be changing out there every day. So it may, you know, it, you got to really play it out. You know, these last few classics, I mean, you really have to, you know, let it let it kind of come to you during the tournament. And, uh, you know, I had a few little places that I, I felt like I may could get a bot, you know, spotted bass, but as far as the largemouth went, you know, I wasn't really super dialed in, you know, and I fished a lot of new water during the tournament, and I kind of feel like that helped me. Well, now that you know Matt's true feelings, is it going to change the way that you guys work together this year? I, mean, I guess so. I mean, he, you know, he, he, he was pretty hard on me tonight. I'm going to have to call him here and see what the deal was. You know, we may have to brawl it out. I don't know. And brought out the next derby. That's crazy. Matt cursed more in five minutes than I heard him curse in the last five years. I don't know what's got into him. I don't, I don't know about that, but you know, maybe uh, I, 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 I've heard him, you know, drop a few bombs on me a few times. I'm not Let me ask. You, I, I do want to ask you one last big question, and um, I don't know if you've been asked this before or not. I do want to kind of call you the play a little bit. You're a really good angler that fishes the moment, fishes current conditions, fishes off the cuff, fishes the fly. Have you considered or have you been asked to fish Major League Fishing? Yeah, that question was asked in, in six of the ten uh, shitty podcasts you did yeah, this week. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to know that. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't watch the shitty podcasts. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm fishing Major League Fishing this year. Yeah, so, uh, right. I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, doing you know fishing the select so i mean it, it's gonna be you know it, it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm 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 looking forward to it for sure it's gonna be a good time well that's i'll, that's, I'll watch all the major league fishing shows you know i've watched like every one of them for the last couple of years so i kind of keep up with it but yeah i mean it, it's gonna be it's different i know i i can't speak from you know fishing it obviously uh but i know it's completely different than than what you know the elites and and everything else but i'm i'm looking forward to it for sure the cool thing is yeah. jordan when you win that championship next year we'll learn about it in four years it gets aired. <laughs> yeah yeah that, that is interesting i know it gets aired a couple like eight years later but hey, you know quarter two of 2020 we'll learn uh yeah well hey i i heard i did hear that the I, mlf group uh consults the anglers before they move their dates <laughs> so that was I, mean, I think Ox beard changes every time I watch the show. <laughs> we have a fever talk shit on you. Yeah, you well, that's away. what I was going to say. The only thing I can tell you in Major League Fishing is, you know, fish the moment, fish to fly, oh, here it comes. and stay away from the fever because it's going to ask you for oil and gas money and what baits are working. So just stay away from the fever. Yeah, that's a, that's some good advice. I'll take I'll take note of that. I'll write it down. <laughs> Well, Jordan, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it's been a blast, and uh, and and thank you to Matt Lee for driving all the way. Yeah, thanks, uh, Matt. Let's give Matt a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Matt, congratulations, Matt. Good job for driving. There's still two balloons if Matt's still uh, <laughs> Matt might come back yeah. later in the show. Yeah, Who later. knows? There's still a couple balloons left. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear Matt later. I think I'm, I may call in and give him some questions. I'm all, hey, I'll, hey, question me now. Do, do a little Auburn trivia with Matt and see how <laughs> we might do that. Uh, Jordan, I appreciate coming on. We'll see you in a few weeks. All right, boys. See y'all. Take Thanks. it easy. Man. Jordan Lee, everybody. Champ. That's awesome, man.
Dude, Matt was fired up, man. He was. <laughs> no, but he's a champ. He carries himself like a champ. He's like Tom Brady, dude. Like, yeah. you watch Brady get interviewed? No, I'm going to say Jordan. Say Matt was fired up. No, I'm talking about him. I, oh, I, right. I'm, I'm not listening to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first show I drank in like eight I months. I know. Dude. I love it. I took off tonight so I could drink. We do have two spare bedrooms down here. I got You know me. I'm driving home, man. Yo, on a serious note, I was at the uh, the weigh-ins in Houston when when Jordan won, and I was sitting right in front of your family, Mike. Stella was behind me calling your name, and you know, that was cool. Anyhow, so when Jordan won, I was right there at the aisle, and his brother Matt ran down the aisle and I saw him. Yeah. And I've seen him come running down the steps and he ran and he jumped over the rail and went up and they hugged. Yeah. And that moment was so strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, cool. I had goosebumps, dude. I was almost a tip, you know, like yeah. dude, that was it was so powerful yeah, cool. and it was yeah. that was really, really, really cool. Wow. I mean you could tell that hug. I mean yeah. that, that was Did tight. they catch it did they capture any of that on the show? I don't know. I don't if remember they seeing did. that on the show. I don't know if they did, but wow. I, I remember seeing him come running down yeah. and his brother met and they, they hugged it and it was cool. Yeah, it was a strong hug. Yeah. It was awesome. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. There's gotta be a you know I mean you're making fun of it, obviously. Man, that's gotta be frustrating to watch Jordan just walking through two classes. Well, I, I was really uh, after Matt my positive an amazing moment. Amazing breakout <laughs> year this year. Depends your mindset though. What's that? If you finish fourth class, so I think you freaking strong finish. Mm-hmm. That's a strong yeah. finish. And, and it, he was leading it for a yeah. while. Yeah. And if you look at Matt, I think I think you know anglers come into their own different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Jordan, I think he just fishes so calm and relaxed and. It was an easy transition to the elites for him. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Matt, he kind of had a little bit of a struggle. But look at the last two years. You know, even just last year, Lake Martin here, dude, he's starting to find his rhythm. Oh, man, I don't even know if I, I would mean, call it a struggle. On. I would just say it's more like anybody else. Like, right. We're Jordan's just out wrong, of his mind. Right. We're focusing on the wrong sibling rivalry. You got the Lee brothers killing it. And then you got the... Like the Shy Rocks got to be like, what? What are we doing wrong? <laughs> I would love to have this problem right now. I would love to have. That's I would right. love to have this problem. I'd love right. to have a first and a fourth problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can talk. We can talk shit on him because the edit's done, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's done. So well, that's yeah, what I said. Depending on how he edits me, if he does me dirty again with a fat profile. <laughs> There'll be no more little fever jokes. It'll be straight Shyrock shit every single show, dude. I will unleash hell if I get another fat shame shit where he's got yeah. me walking no, slow I thought, motion. I thought, you, I thought you looked pretty good. I thought you looked no, pretty but he good. hammered me on. He hammered me on that first Jim one. Miller. He had me slow motion fat, and he had me slow motion fat when we were on the Salem Canal. He did me wrong profile. Wearing white. You don't film a fat guy profile white, dude. Fucking did me wrong, dude. I'll never forget that. Wow. He smokes me three times. There'll be no more. There'll, be, there'll, be a, there'll never be another fever joke ever. I swear to God, I can't wait till next Wednesday. That's awesome. Uh, Brian Carpenter, I'm thinking about a break, but you want to do it? You want to do the? You want to do a TH review before the break, or you want to do that when we come back? What do you want to do? It's totally up to you. you call. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pete, you know, we do this segment every show at uh, TH Marine, a great uh, sponsor of the show. We talk about a lot of the cool products. they got so many products. Dude, we got them all over the room. It's hard to talk about them all. Um, and this is one that I don't think we've ever talked about. And I want to talk about it because it's one I use not just in my bass boat, but I use it in my, my crawl dad. I have a little John boat out back. And I have a kayak, and I use this. And uh, Brian DeCarpenter, give me a little close-up of this thing real quick. And this is called the Tackle Titan. That's right, Tackle Titan. And one of the things TH does really well is they take a real simple concept and they make it easy for the anglers to use. And I want you to look at this thing. It's basically just a little bar right here. It's about 18 inches long. And when when you turn it upside down, it's got magnets on the bottom side. Ah. Super, super strong magnets. And, and Brian knows, if you've ever seen my boat, I like to keep baits handy. So do you, Pete. Yep, keep them out. You like to keep them out. You know, Pete, back in the day, used to used to just drive them in the carpet. I remember that. And this thing is really cool because you can screw mount it or you could 3M mount it to any surface on your boat. And those magnets will keep those lures, those jigs, spinner baits, crank baits, buzz baits, whatever you've got, chatter baits, they'll keep them up out of the way but off the floor of the boat, off your feet. So another really cool product from TH Marine, Tackle Titan. Go to THMarine.com. 
Check it out. It's going to help keep your boat organized and keep stuff off the floor. Pretty cool product. TH. And it's cool for guys like uh, us with the you know with the little South Jersey shit kickers, the, tra- the uh, trackers and and crawl ads. Perfect for little yeah. boats. How strong are the magnets? Super strong. Like what 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 size bed are you hanging from? Uh, from a super spook to can a half a ounce heavy, jig. Can you ha- hang a heavy spinnerbait from it? Uh, half ounce, absolutely. Yeah. It'll it'll stay there. Yep. I actually one time just to let you know how strong the magnets are. One time I backed my boat in. What was it over at uh, Manico Sand Ponds? And uh, I went a little too far back, and that, that ramp at Manico is really steep. And I had to get the truck out, so I actually used the Tackle Titan to pull my Tundra huh. out of being stuck. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would say, I would say in terms That's some powerful shit. That's what I'm saying. I would say it's not as bad as like Triton, Triton Mercury getting me up and down the lake all day long. I want to thank my Triton bad, Mercury for getting me up and down there. Like it, Glass Lake got me up and down it all day long. Like, yeah. oh god, I can't wait to buy that boat. Speaking of Triton, <laughs> did I ever tell you? Did I ever tell you the story? I was when you got, killed all those fish. No, turned on. No, 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 and, and no, and that's that's not the reason. But this actually does factor into that story. I'm, it's funny you said that. It's Go funny ahead. you said that because I think it's the start of this whole story. I was going to wait to the book to, to tell this, but I might as well tell it what now. Wait for the book. What nah, book? let's what talk book? about it now. You want to talk about it now? I want to read book. Should we talk about the book or should I wait? What wait. book? The new book I'm working on. Are you? Yeah, I'm working on a book. Why don't we save it for the book? Give people reading the book. All right, then I'll just throw a little teaser out there. This is a, this is a fact. Earl Bentz picked a fight with me. At one of the Bassmaster classes. Earl Bentz. Picked a fight. Now, how old Picked was he at the time? Like, is he... He was probably in his 60s at the time. You Venture... mean a physical altercation physical, or verbal? Both. Physical now, and verbal. Is this after you murdered all them fish and talked about it was, Triton? Well, it was after that. <laughs> it was after that. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was. All right. Let's save... I mean, it's up to you. It's your show. Nah, I mean, we'll save it. I want to hear this story. You do want to hear the story, don't you? Well, how about intrigue for the book? Hey, Dave. Well, I'm sure it's one I'm of sorry, Brian. Yeah, stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Shut up. All right, we'll save it for the book. Oh, All right, Brian, let's Brian take a break. Yeah, yeah, I'm not you telling you. just baited everybody's hook. You're making announcements of announcements. Now you're making announcements about stories you may or may not tell. And about a book that may or may not available at some time in the near future. Well, let's set the record straight first. I had the on switch turned on on that piece of shit, Triton. So let's set the record straight there. <laughs> By the way, that whole incident and the year after, oh boy. I was so fired up about getting into another boat in classic competition that I kept complaining about it in public that they changed that rule that we could use our own boats. I'm going to take a lot of credit for that, by the way. You don't think the lawsuits Thank you very the family much. of those fish that you murdered had something to do with it? Well, they could have. They could have. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with an on switch because the switch was yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I, I think after that whole thing happened, I think, like, you know, obviously he didn't like, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a bad, whatever. And uh, Yeah, you hit him. You hit him. His product was bad. It made him look bad. But if a, you can see a, his perspective. But if a six, I can see his perspective. Why he get upset about such a I thing. I can see it. But, but you know, but, it, but again, if you've got, you know, an issue, it's, you know, and I'm, I'm a bass cat guy at the time. I think I was a ranger guy. And I'm forced into another boat. I turn on the aerator switch, and it doesn't work. And, and, and do you have the, the right Holocaust. to be upset? <laughs> you do have the right to be sure. upset. I remember, I remember getting into those boats, and there was no guarantee that your batteries were charged in the classic. There was nobody it's that went around. It's not your boat. It's not your boat. You don't, the, you don't know how the sonar set up. No, it didn't always work. No, and then no. this whole other thing pops in, which is if Triton and Skeeter are a sponsor of the classic, and Ranger's not. Then it starts to become a conspiracy theory. If you're that right. kind of person, you, right? You're not one of our sure. guys. Yeah. Sure. That on that that button that says on and off hey. becomes totally diluted. Hey. Anyway, so <laughs> let's flash let's, let's flash forward because that was changed eventually right right after that shit started happening. That was you. Um, and I remember it was the classic that it well, actually it wasn't that long ago because it was the classic that Randy Howell won. And uh, we were at the, in fact, we were at the Night of Champions. Uh, I know that. We were at the Night of Champions. And, you know, I, the best way I can describe it is you know when stuff's gone down. Mm-hmm. And, dude, he was, like, verbally talking to somebody, talking shit about me when I was, like, right with behind him. Yeah. In, within an earshot. And then, like, and I was just like, 
you know, I mean, I just, I just totally not in that kind of frame of mind. But later that same night, do like, you ever like purposely bump somebody with like the attention of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> letting them know. Letting them know, dude. Earl Benz was bumping me, bro. Ah. Bumping me, and again, once again, I just walk from it because. You know, at the end of the day, Earl Bentz is so lucky you didn't have Jägermeister. Well, I wasn't drinking the other guy. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking that night. I had at the time I had Drew and Riley were with me and they had come down to to the toast to say good job to Randy Howe. I just had so much stuff going on. So but, you know, at the end of the day, I ain't going to fight no senior citizen. You know what I mean? The guys are there in a walker. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to get in a fight with the guy. But, Mike, remove yourself from the situation. Props that an old bastard for having the guts oh, to want to yeah. fight an old. Yeah. Come on, man. Dude, a sixty-something year old guy ready to bang with a with a. With Dude, a he four, might be thirty-something. You're uh, thirty-something at the time. He may be a black belt. He may kick my ass. It I'm just saying. Happen. I don't know. I've he seen may you throw down. I don't know what you're. And and, and 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 you know the other thing too that play a little part of it is I do have I have a certain amount of respect for that respect for that guy. Yeah. Because he falls into forest forest wood. He's legendary, dude. Ray Scott, Bill. De- you know all those guys that created the sport. That I now enjoy yeah. is part because of that. So that was another reason I was kind of like I just push it to the side. Maybe that on off switch should have been an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should have been. I'm I don't so, know. I'm sorry, killing you on the on off. Right. I, know, I know you turned it on. No, that's so. Right. So was that the extent of it? <laughs> that was the extent of it. Okay. That was the extent of it. All right. Yeah. Well, there goes the book. I'll tell you, you should at least arm wrestle him. I, I don't know. He probably would have won that too. <laughs> Thumb wrestle? <laughs> I probably would have won that too. I don't know. Kid and play foot dance? You know, like kicking. <laughs> something. All right. Uh, all right. This is a good time for yep. a break, Brian. Hit it. Okay. Uh, hang in there with us. The show is not done. We've got one more segment, Brian DeCarpenter. When we come back. We got another phone call from <clears throat> Marco and Leah Aliers. Aliers? Yep. Okay. And, uh, and then we're going to open up the phone lines, man. To see if anybody wants to talk to Dave and talk some shit, talk to Pete. There you have it. Okay, hang in there with us. When we come back, Marco and Leah Aliers will join us on the phone. We're going to open up the phone lines, Pete. We still have two amazing Steve Donis posters to give away. We Yes. We're going to open up a Mystery Tackle Box Elite Box. We got a line cutters ring and a bottle of real snot to give away. Hang in there, hang in there with us. When we come back, more like live. Hey, Noah Wheeler here with uh, Real Snot. Been out on this pond for about an hour now. Uh, Haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply from reel knot to the raid, get it nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's going to work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one. There's one. So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing, and sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Through my frog. Man, they love this stuff. Right through the nose. This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. Feels bigger. I haven't even seen this thing. I just want to come up. Don't break me off the rocks. Oh, it's a... Oh! oh! 
liquid mayhem on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it you can't even see it man that might be a keeper four and a half inch drop shot worm bama bug finesse jig pb and j give me something hard hey kvd here now, i didn't always know this much about fishing three aught no four aught ewg worm hook in fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Is he in my pocket?